Welcome to The Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning independent pharmacy. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Delisio, North American Sales Director, and Sebastian Dennison, Clinical Compounding Pharmacist. Welcome, Compounding World, and welcome to the latest episode of A Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast. I am your host, Mike Delisio, and I am extremely excited today because we are joined by our Director of Education and Training, as well as our manager, Renee Prescott and Jared Banworth. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having us. Um, the reason why I'm really excited is because over the course of The Mortar and Pestle and over 30-something episodes... We've spoken about clinical services. We talk about a lot of the disease states that are impacted by our clinical services team. We get a chance to talk about our products, um, as well as some of the events that we host, because we've had the chance to not only interview some of our members, but some of our physicians that speak for us. But we never really talk about the amount of training and the investment that we make in the compounding space for technicians, for pharmacists, and what that really looks like here at PCCA to get people operational and off and running when compounding is, is extremely new. Um, this is also going to be a really cool opportunity to take a historical look back as to where we've come from as a company, knowing that we've been doing this since 1981. We've also been training people for a very long time. There's been an evolution to training. There has been an evolution to the space that we use for training. And it really is a launch pad for you guys to talk about what is new in 2020. Where are we going as a educational or a training module per se for our pharmacists and for pharmacist staff? And this is going to be a really cool chance to talk about everything. So historically, I mentioned you know we've been around since 1981. All of our audience knows that we've been around for quite some time. Some of our audience might not be very familiar in terms of what we've done with training and education. So. Jared, I'm going to focus more on you first off. Talk to me a bit more about your perception as to where we've come from and how education and training really started for pharmacists. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mike. Um, I really believe that uh, PCCA started from the get-go teaching best practices right from the start when nobody else was. And the way that that happened was... We had Artie Mathis going out to individual compounding pharmacies and training them in their own pharmacy on how to do it and how to do it right. Um, And then as compounding grew and the excitement built around it, there was a need and that was recognized that, okay, we can't keep going out there and uh, to different types of pharmacies. So what can we do to bring it in-house? And so he partnered with Kay Sparks, which is Dave's uh, wife, and they were the training team and had members come in and teach them the best practices on uh, compounding right here at PCCA. And then, of course, over the course of time, and compounding still continuing to grow, they built a state-of-the-art lab and moved into there and continued that mantra and mission of of teaching and then went through another renovation and created more spots for more people because everybody was so excited to be a part of that leading training here at PCCA. So now we are at the 
point to where in 2020 that the rest of the industry has kind of caught up and said, oh, hey, really focusing on standards and teaching the standards. And so our focus right now is to really send that message and, and make that message of being clear on best practices. We are teaching at best practices still and really tying in those standards to show you that if you operate at best practices, you will automatically fall into those, meeting those standards and requirements, not only from a regulatory standpoint, but um, guideline, federal guidelines and, and things of that sort. So <clears throat> to give everybody a better impression and also talk about the history once again, we're talking decades of training and students, technicians, pharmacists, we're, we're literally discussing thousands of people that oh, have yes. come through our facility. So to, to kind of create more magnitude around what we, what we are and what we've done, we've trained thousands of people. Some people had exposure to us in the 90s. Some people came to us in the early 2000s. At some point, we labeled training as primary training. And then it evolved to C3, for example, so our comprehensive compounding course. Now, over time, things are changing again. Um, what is your impression and how has it been for you being, being part of PCCA for quite some time and seeing that evolution happening? Where do you see things going moving forward? And, and how, do you, how are you able to digest all of this, the fact that we've, we've been able to train thousands of people over the course of time? Yeah, that's really incredible, Mike, um, to sit there and think that how many people have actually been touched through PCCA training, and um, it's a fabulous being a part of that. Um, but as we look at um, where we're going and being able to digest it, it's now the new course is CORE, which is competencies, operations, readiness, and evaluation. And that focus is really trying to get the industry, and especially pharmacists and technicians, to think about the verbiage and of the standards and the guidelines and what that means in a practical application when they're in the pharmacy day to day. And I really think that's what PCCA does well in all of its education and training events is being able to take those standards that you read in USP 795, 797, 800, and look at it and, and go, oh my gosh, this just sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook, I can't make heads or tails of it. And you come to training and with this focus of standards and best practices, really breaking it down into bite-sized chunks to understand, one, what it means, but more importantly, two, how to implement it in your facility and understand it so that when you have regulators or inspectors or somebody that come, comes into your pharmacy and say, wait a minute, why are you doing that? You know for 100% what, why you're doing it. And you can have that intelligent conversation with them so that you can have a good day in the neighborhood with that inspector or regulator. And this is still combined with clinical aspects, uh, other parts of the training program, which are not just regulatory and just practice standards. This is an all-encompassing training. And that's a, that's a really great uh, question, um, Sebastian. We have two different types of training. Um, so we've got our core, which is the compounding that has the clinical aspects in it that um, Sebastian was referring to. 
um, as well as uh, best practices, regulatory, kind of the whole, um, encompassing the whole part of compounding. We have implementation of non-sterile compounding, which is a two-day course where you can really do a deep dive into 795 best practices, proposed changes, and really being up on what's going on and ensuring that you have a crystal clear picture of what you need to be doing and how does that play out in your day-to-day -day practice as it relates to those standards. So it sounds like a natural evolution and it sounds quite straightforward to just be like, yeah, we're going to follow these best practices. But internally, we had a few steps first. So I'm going to turn this over to Renee. What really explain the why as to why we're changing? We've been doing this great for thirty plus years. Why change? You know, we're we're awesome and and we're leaders and we're good. But at some point or another, what precipitated this change? Yeah, we just we started to realize that there's so many changes taking place in the marketplace in the regulations, and with all of PCCA's involvement also um, on the hill, and with our regulators, we really needed to showcase that we, we are training at the highest level possible. And all of that goes back to ensuring that pharmacies can provide the best patient care out there. So yes, we are training pharmacists and technicians on how to compound, how to compound the right way in the, uh, the right setting, the right environment, learning additionally the clinical tools that they need to be able to go back and all of that to make sure that they can provide the, the best outcomes for their patients. But, but really what we're talking about is a massive revamp. Like that, that's why we're here today. That's what we're talking about. Like there's a revamp, there's, a, yeah. there's more than just content for, and, and discussion points. For those of you that have, have been to PCCA and seen the lab as it was, it's, it's no longer. You guys are in for quite a surprise. We have completely gutted and renovated the entire non-sterile and sterile training lab. So it is, as, as we speak, there is construction going on, getting ready for our, our classes that will begin in March. And all of that was designed to um, Jarrah's point to, to make sure that we can teach at and above what those standards are and teach people how they need to be practicing in their pharmacy in the correct way not just in a simulated environment. Yeah, and the great thing about that is the way the lab was designed was to really simulate, like Renee said, what that looks like in your practice. What is it like for workflow? Um, and so that's part of what I think is really what's gonna differentiate at least the lab design from any other training in the world is the ability to really understand what that looks like, what it should, how you should function in that space, and be able to take that back home and say, oh my gosh, this is what I just learned. So this isn't just gonna be like a, a demo lab, like, oh, look over there, and that's where <laughs> you would do it. Yeah, no, this is all 100%, great point, Sebastian, 100% hands-on, um, touch, feel, see, do, kind of thing, um, you get to experience all of it. You get to experience on how many times you have to gown up and wash your hands and, and then take all that off and 
so on and so and forth. Not not to mention all of the unique dosage forms that they will get the opportunity to to practice on and and prepare in the lab. So there's there's it's it's going to be fun too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the special wow at PCCA is no matter how boring of a subject like seven nine five and eight hundred can be, we always make it fun, um, and that's 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 the magic. <clears throat> so, you're a pharmacist, you're a technician, you may work for an owner, and and they want to send you to training. There there's the the core component that is quite significant. That's the the theoretical and the practical approach to compounding. But let's talk about the overall options that are available because it's not just core. And, and I think that's something that needs to be addressed and, and discussed because in the past, you know, we would be in the field and someone said, oh, I went to primary training in 1998 or I went to C3 in 2007. <laughs> core is is something similar to what C3 was, but let's talk about some of the other options that we have in that work week that you could potentially be here for six days, correct? Yeah, and I think you hit the nail right on the head, Mike. Options is the key word. So in this six days, let's take a look at what your options are. So implementation of non-sterile compounding is a two-day course where the first day is going to be focused on 795, what those standards and best practices look like, and what you need to be implementing in a practical sense in your pharmacy to be able to operate at that standard. The second day, you're going to be focusing more on the things that 795 and 800 talk about as it relates to the designated person as far as what their responsibilities are, uh, the documentation, and um, how to evaluate and evaluate training sessions in your particular pharmacy, which is really unique and new in this training space of compounding because that's really not in our wheelhouse in, in pharmacy, is what does that look like? How do I implement that? What, what are the nuts and bolts for me to make sure I get this started in my pharmacy? So, Jara, I heard you mention the other day about qualification of competencies that they're going to be learning. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Renee. Um, one of the big buzzwords in the, in this arena is competencies, and we have to measure competencies uh, in our pharmacies to ensure that those who are practicing are practicing at the level that we need them to be. And in this particular course, implementation of non-sterile compounding, uh, we will be qualifying certain uh, all the students on certain aspects of those competencies that the proposed language of 795 and 800 speak about. So that's going to be really exciting because now you've got a tool to go back home with and look at and say, okay, what do I really have a good grasp on and what do I need to work on? And you can really focus your attention on, on those areas that you might want to want to work on. Mm -hmm. So so thank you for that. Um, so once you get done with the first two days of implementation of non-sterile compounding, then we have CORE, which is a four-day course that is completely customizable based on what your role is on the pharmacy. So if you're somebody who wants to have as much lab time hands-on, you can do all labs. Or if you're somebody who wants, hey, I'm the pharmacist, I need clinical information, I need to know these types of disease states and what I can do for them, you can still get hands-on lab, 
but ha integrate all those clinical lectures on what you're going to be faced with in the pharmacy. Or if you're like me, you want a little bit of both, you can do a little bit of both based on, on your needs. Then on the last day, we have two options. We have a marketing class that will teach you how to do that, that those basics that we really didn't get in pharmacy school. <laughs> Business or marketing, right? So it's a really great dip your toe into how to really get the word out about how, how you can help patients. The other option is our uh, advanced compounding technique course, which runs on that same day. And that particular course is designed to teach you new different new and different types of dosage forms, as well as what is it going to look like in the day of the life in a compounding practice. It's really, you walk in the door, here are your compounds, here are the formulations, and you get to work at your own pace under the fabulous guidance of Annie Dereese, who is our uh, uh, training specialist here at PCCA. So six days, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot, um, a lot. That's a lot for folks to potentially be out of the pharmacy. Um, but I love how we've structured this program so that you can pick and choose the courses that work for you. And you don't have to do everything at one time. As we were putting together the calendar, we thought about, you know, should we put implementation of non-sterile compounding in a separate week from CORE? because they don't really go together. They are two separate courses. But for folks that do have the time and want to stay for six days, great. They absolutely can and eliminate some of that travel. Um, but for those that are not able to, to be gone that long, then they could come to one and then come back later for the other. So one really neat thing that PCCA is doing in 2020 we are putting some weekend classes on the calendar. So we heard, we heard from so many folks that say, you know, it's hard, it's hard to get away from the pharmacy for that long during the week. So check out, check out the calendar. Um, we, have, we have weekend classes as well as we've kept our weekday classes too. So to help what, for whatever works for all of you guys. And that's a great option in being able to maybe split the attendance based on what their roles are, are in the pharmacy. So I know like when I own my pharmacy, if, if I was going to do this all over again, obviously I would come to all six days because I'm, I'm the pharmacist in charge, I'm the owner, and I would probably want my technician who is brand new to come to core and take advanced or yeah, yeah, advanced compounding techniques. And then my QC officer to come with me on implementation of non-sterile compounding day one and day two. So I, myself as the pharmacist in charge, I've got a great overview of all that needs, needs to be known. And then those specialists in my pharmacy has the opportunity to get this, the laser point specific training that, that they're needing. And this also leads into people who were here back in 98 or 2007, as Mike mm -hmm. spoke. There is such new content, and this is a, a, a brilliant opportunity for people to come back. And you know what? I, I, I experienced that in and of myself, Sebastian. So I hadn't, when I sold my pharmacy and came to PCCA, um, I was blown away at 
all the information, new and improved tools, standards, best practices, everything that had been implemented in, a, in the training course from when I went and took it like six, seven years prior, right? Which I went a couple of times, but I went when I first became, first got my pharmacy and then came back through. And then, um, and then when I came several years later as the education and training manager, it was like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of things that change in relatively a short amount of time. And it was a really great place to realize I can get all of that in just a few days um, and know where my gaps are. Yeah, I think we typically say if you haven't if you haven't been to training in five years, it's definitely time to come back. Now, in this program, because I I've sat through it a number of times, and I always go, man, there's always so much more that you want to learn. But now we're talking about like this is kind of like okay, we're going to get you started clinically. What if I need more? How do I get more? Like we're talking to training and education. Like there's there's got to be more than just core. Yeah. Yep. Core. Core is. The core. It, it's the foundation. It is the best place to start. After that, if you want to learn a little bit more, in core, you'll get a little bit about uh, clinically, vet, dermatology, pain, hormone replacement therapy. If you decide that HRT is going to be your niche and that's where you want to focus your pharmacy, then absolutely, we have next steps for you. We have C4, which is our online courses that focus on those clinical specialties. And that's, that's great for building that next level of education. And after that, we have our hormone replacement therapy symposiums, which are three days, and those are offered twice a year. And those are not uh, typically at PCCA. They're, they're off-site in other parts of the country to give folks who live elsewhere some some flexibility and some fun locations to come to. And other countries. I think, they're, you know, we've had them in Toronto, Vancouver, Australia. You absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, CORE is the, the foundation um, of, of our training programs and then expands from there. And so I think because I'm, I'm actually looking at Jarrah, she's got her uh, pins on her neck. And she's probably like, what are you talking about? Um, part of the C4 program was designed to take people from back in the day, this is how we used to do it, right up to today's current standards. And so when they do attend our live events that they're not sitting there going, oh, what's going on? Like, it, it really is a, it's a quick, quick and very digestible way to get them up to speed so the live events aren't completely yeah, and overwhelming. That's, that's one of the things I was um, really wowed with with PCCA is that they identified that, you know, there are those of us that have been doing HRT for decades, literally, right? And then those that were very new, and then you get to a live event, and you've got half of your uh, audience going, yes, I know, this is basic stuff, let's hurry up and get to the more advanced stuff. And then you had your newbies going through the basic stuff, it's like, wait a minute, slow down, <laughs> slow down. So the C4 online is a really great way to get those core concepts in under your belt so that you can get a really great value when you go to a live event and really understand all of it uh, at once. So, and, and the fact that you can actually learn in your pajamas on your sofa, that's always something that's an advantage for me. 
With the exception of attending the live event. Well, except, yes. Yeah, for yes. Sure. Well, apparently you can stream those now, so you can sit yes. on your couch in your pajamas and watch them live, because Quentin does, and Jason does such a good job with streaming it, so That's it's kind of right. good, too. That yeah. is true. That is true. But then you would miss out on Vegas, and, you know. Networking. Networking. And networking. Some people prefer their pajamas uh, over networking. And, I'm just saying. And you would miss out on the opportunity to become a specialist if you did the C4 online portions so so sure. there's a, there's sure. some advantages and disadvantages and in... yeah, on a serious note as it pertains to, <laughs> as it pertains to the designations because <laughs> those those specialty designations are are big and i think sometimes even an individual that carries one of those designations probably doesn't market it the way they should right because they're they're in their community they're known as an expert in a specific field how can somebody get that message across to a prescriber, to a patient, to differentiate themselves as a PCC member against another pharmacy that might be two, three miles away? Yeah, excellent question, Mike. Um, and when you get that specialist designation, you do get a marketing jump drive that kind of helps you walk through some of that verbiage. But... Um, it's really your competitive advantage. I know a lot of us get a little uncomfortable. It's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't really know if I'm an expert. But you are because you have committed yourself to 20 hours of online education and going to an online event or, I mean, a live event for three days that has anywhere from 10 to 15 hours of continuing education within 12 months. And then after that, you are committed to doing that same process. Um, online is a little smaller scale. That it's like two hours. But going, doing that and going to the live event every two years to make sure that you're on top of those new and innovative learning concepts and, and options for those patients. And the reality is, is nobody is real probably doing that in your uh, area. And so... Making sure that you've got your, your decal posted on the door, making sure that on your uh, business card that you have uh, HRT specialists uh, on there, um, social media, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. And, and especially when you're speaking to those prescribers that let them know how much time that you have committed in education for for this particular subject. I know that was one of my struggles that when I said something of that nature to a prescriber, they're like, ah, there's no way you did that amount of continuing education in one year. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 I did. And now you, you've got an actual uh, nomenclature to, to demonstrate that. Thinking back, even for myself, I'm more of an observer in all this, obviously not a pharmacist or a technician, we offer so much and mm. it's complex and and i think that's not necessarily a concern but it's a reality that we have to deal with you talk about newbies you talk about intermediates you talk about people that haven't been here in 10 plus years uh individuals that this can be something they've done for a while but ne not necessarily come to pcca we have something and we offer something and we've evolved as a company to kind of meet the needs of the of our audience. And I think that's something that we really need to, to drill home is mm -hmm. no matter where you are, no matter what you do, and no matter what you focus on, there's a very good chance or a high probability that we have a product that is suitable for you to improve your learning experience. Mike, you're 100% right. We absolutely have something for everyone. 
whether it's the brand new compounding pharmacist, the new technician, the new quality control officer, the new marketer, or the folks that have been members since 1981. Yeah. And I'm going to jump in on this. Um, and I'm going to give a shout out to Marina down in Australia and Cheryl Hedrick up in Canada. We've also stayed in line. And I think it's important. It's not, it, we're doing this globally, not, not just laser focus only on the US. I think this is the, one of the best parts about the education and training team is you've influenced so many other markets as well. So globally, we were able to keep up. It's amazing. Yeah, and you haven't included yourself. Eh, you've been training, the smart people you've been training in PCC Canada for nine years on, on non-sterile compounding as well. And we haven't even scratched the surface as it pertains to aseptic techniques and sterile as well, because it's another area that we put a heavy focus on, both in, in Canada, Australia, in, in the United States. And it's just another area that an individual can be quote-unquote specialized or uh, proficient in, in that form of compounding. So it, it, it really is A to Z. And now listening to what our courses have evolved to be, we do offer these options. And those options, in my opinion, uh, set us apart. It's our, it's our competitive advantage. It, it truly listens to what people wanted as mm -hmm. well. You know, it's sometimes very tough to say you're going to come to this one three or four day program, and that's all we have. And we hope that in those three or four days, we train to what you're looking for. Well, now at this point, no matter where you find yourself, there is something for you and you'll be able to pick it and you can spend the money knowing that you're doing exactly what you want to achieve. And that's very well said, Mike. I know that's one of the things we haven't even touched on sterility assurance training, which is complete. You talk about revamping. It's completely revamped um, in the fact that this uh, aseptic training course was two and a half days. It's now a full four days. And just like with all of our training courses here at PCCA, it is taught by pharmacists as well. So um, really excited for that particular class because one of the Big learning points, especially in sterility assurance, is ISO to ISO and all the different types of equipment and things of that sort. So um, really a great opportunity to, if you haven't had sterile training in, in a few years, it would be a great way to not only get up to speed on what's going on in the industry and what's coming down the pipeline that we're going to have to um, incorporate into our practices, but also get a refresher. You know, a refresher on that aseptic technique. Have somebody come in and look at you because we'll be qualifying on certain competencies on that as well to see, gee, am I, am I counting and garbing right? Am I doing aseptic technique correctly? Um, and looking at those qualifications to see, yep, you're still spot on, good job, or pretty much a good job. Let's focus on this a little bit, and you can go home and practice on that. And that, uh, the... Uh Sterling Assurance course will also be taking place in our newly renovated education lab. Absolutely. No, we're, yes, sir. I was going to say, when is the lab going to be ready? Like, everyone's excited. We're talking about the new lab, the new lab. See, that's top secret. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Right? I don't want to die today, so you're going to have to stay tuned. So, and, or yeah. you're going to have to come I, to see, see it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, definitely by our first uh, core or implementation of non-sterile compounding uh, class, which is March 16th. Um, and then that goes from the six, the 16th and the 17th core will start on the 18th and run through Saturday. 
And then the following week after that is the sterility assurance training that starts on a Tuesday and then runs through Friday. Yep. So uh, for those of you that have been looking at the calendar, wondering where our training courses are in January and February, that is why they are not being offered because of all of these changes that are taking place. And we are getting ready to host many, many folks throughout 2020 here at PCCA. And, and, and just to be clear, we're also including this with our institute students, our, any of our extended symposiums where we're going to have lab components. People are going to have a chance to come and see it. And for those of you who come visit our building at any point, you are always welcome to come down and see our new lab. So we'd love to host you down here for a number of reasons. There's a lot. And I, and I encourage anyone that wants to know more to please visit our public website. I think it's probably the best area where they can find a bit more information on what we do for training for education, our event calendar, which is quite substantial as you look at the course mm -hmm. of a calendar year. So, you know, looking back on 2019, our most downloaded and listened to episodes were anything related to USP 795 and USP 800. So either everybody's a Matt Martin fan, because those were- <laughs> oh. those I were, am, I'm a Matt <laughs> fan, all, hands Matt. down. We're all Matt Martin <laughs> yeah. fans, but those were our two most listened to podcasts last year. And, and I think this dovetails onto that because it's now about learning more and being educated and, and being proficient in the USP 795 and 800 spaces, so. Yeah, it's, it's encouraging that um, everyone is clamoring for that information because that, that just tells us that pharmacists truly want to do the right thing. They just need to know how to do it and have somebody unpackage it for them here. So we're, we're here to unpackage for you. And I think it's also important that even though USP 795 and 797 have been delayed at this time, it's, it's coming and people have to be compliant with it when it does finally reach enforcement, which is coming soon. Same with USP 800. So if you... If you're being sitting on the fence and you're wondering, come down to training and learn how to do it right, and, and then you can execute appropriately, correctly, and then not wastefully. Well said. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Sebastian. Pleasure having you. Awesome having you here. <laughs> totally. Awesome. And thanks to all of our listeners out there for listening to this week's episode. As always, please like and subscribe so you do not miss an episode. For those of you who follow us on social media, uh, we are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike Delicio, and thanks for listening.